I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today it's Sally Williams. The reading is from Luke chapter 9, verses 37 to 45. The next day, when they came down from the mountain, a large crowd met him. A man in the crowd called out, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only child. A spirit seizes him, and he suddenly screams. It throws him into convulsions, so that he he foams at the mouth. It scarcely ever leaves him and is destroying him. I begged your disciples to drive it out, but they could not. Oh, unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied, How long shall I stay with you and put up with you? Bring your son here. Even while the boy was coming, the the demon threw him to the ground in a convulsion. But Jesus rebuked the evil spirit, healed the boy and gave him back to his father. And they were all amazed at the greatness of God. And while everyone was marvelling at all that Jesus did, he said to his disciples, Listen carefully to what I am going to tell you. The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. But they didn't understand what this meant. It was hidden from them, so they did not grasp it. And they were afraid to ask. I think a title for this passage could be Keeping Going Despite Failure and Lack of Understanding. The passage is divided into two sections. The first section, Jesus heals a boy because the disciples could not. And the second section, Jesus tells the disciples that he will be betrayed and they couldn't understand him. Her father had brought his ill son, his only child, to the disciples for healing, but they were no help. The father doesn't give up. When Jesus comes down from the mountain after the transfiguration, he's met by a large crowd. And this father, not afraid to make a scene, calls out in front of the crowd, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only child. The child is constantly having convulsions and is foaming at the mouth. Bring your son here, says Jesus, and even when the boy came to Jesus, he had another convulsion. We are then told that Jesus rebuked the evil spirit and healed the boy. This is not the first time that Luke talks about someone having a demon, or is it the first time that Luke describes a desperate father pleading for the life of his only child? In both cases, Jesus deals with a problem, and Jesus has already given the twelve disciples power and authority to drive out all demons and cure all diseases. Last Friday, it was clearly explained at HTC Daily that power gave the disciples ability and authority gave them permission. In other words, Jesus had given the disciples all they needed to do what they had seen him doing. But in this case, they could not. We can identify with the disciples. 
This is a big subject. Jesus healed all who were brought to him. And although they had seen Jesus heal and been given to power been given power to heal, the disciples failed. Yet they kept on going, and in the next chapter and the book of Acts, followers of Jesus are recorded healing people. When the disciples could not make any difference to the boy's life, Jesus said, O unbelieving and perverse generation, how long shall I stay with you and put up with you? Jesus is frustrated with the disciples. He wants people healed. When Jesus heals the boy, the crowd is amazed and at the greatness of God. Jesus does want us to pray for people today. He sees it as part of proclaiming the kingdom of God. Jesus wants to work with us and then people will be amazed at the greatness of God today. We too must keep going. In September 2020, before the vaccines, not long after we'd moved to Cardiff, a neighbour of nearly 40 years from where we used to live was admitted to hospital with Covid went into intensive care. Her husband, who was not a Christian, kept texting a few of us to pray for her complete recovery. She was in hospital for over six weeks and when she was eventually discharged, having recovered, the consultant told her, the odds have been really stacked against you. Her husband sent a text, please thank God for me. We asked God for him and we thanked God for him. God's greatness and kindness that was revealed to him cannot be taken away. Now we come to the second section. While everyone was marvelling at what Jesus had done, he said to his disciples, the Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. But they did not understand what he meant. Jesus had told them earlier that the Son of Man must suffer many things. So Jesus is like all good teachers, drip-feeding the information in, but they cannot grasp it. It is hidden from them. Even today, I've hardly touched on the topic of, of dealing with demons because I have no experience and little teaching on it. It's hidden from us much of what Jesus wants to say. Preparing this has made me very aware of the big gap in my understanding and by not addressing gaps, we are missing out on the life in all its fullness that Jesus longs for us to receive. Luke tells us that that the disciples were afraid to ask Jesus what he meant when he said he would be betrayed into the hands of men. We need to ask Jesus to enlighten us about the stuff we do not understand and not be afraid to ask. And so I'll end with a prayer. Lord, help us to receive all you want to give us. Remove from us fear of the things we do not understand and guide us. Help us keep going. Amen.